you have to you have to control me here because I will go on forever. But <laughs> this album is so so sick. I'll like, I'll admit to you that I haven't gotten the chance to like really digest that album. I oh. will do that. Poss- probably is, tomorrow. I, there's so many things I love about that album. It's again one of my favorite pop albums of all time. Maybe even my number one pop record. So this was the year of Old Town Road. Yes. Actually taking a huge crap on the country records. Um, <laughs> Sunflower, High Hopes, yep. Yep. Seven Rings, Bad Guy, Thank You Next. This is a very pretty versatile year. Like yeah. we have people, I mean, artists that are charting this year, we're talking like Cowboy, Panic at the Disco, Megan the Stallion, um, Travis Scott, Post is still up there, Lizo, uh, Meek Mill, J. Cole. Like there's not a lot of there's not a lot of doubles right in 2019 there's a a huge variety not a lot of doubling up there's no Um, purpose album you know what i mean there is no yeah exactly there's no there's no double bieber or there's no like chain smokers just all down the list but (laughs) but that being said that being said it's still a pretty top heavy year i think like the top 20 top 25 really kind of ruled the year everything Mm -hmm. else kind of followed um when we all fall asleep where do we go by Billie eilish takes number one that year uh followed by thank you next by ariana grande Yeah, so this is this is a pretty versatile year. Um, yeah, this is now modern pop as we know it. 2019 yeah, is probably pretty much, modern. Pretty much. So, my honorable mention goes to Sunflower. Ooh, okay. And the reason why is because again, with most of my honorable mentions, it's just a good song, and I quite liked its I quite liked its significance alongside the animated Spider-Man movie, which mm-hmm. I thought was one of the best Spider-Man, if not the best Spider-Man film to date. Yeah, is um, Into the Spider-Verse. So that coupled with along with it gave it my honorable mention. My song of the year goes to Thank You Next Ooh. by Ariana Grande, 2019. All right. Um, it, it gave me a whole, it, it, it kind of, it pushed my like for Ariana Grande further than I thought it could go. Um, simply because I was a big fan of, um, I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, the original, her Yours Truly album, was it? Yeah. Like very, very young Ariana Grande music. Um, Dangerous Woman was a great album as well. Um, I put Thank You Next up there because again, like I appreciate the evolution of Ariana Grande as a musician. Mm -hmm. And I think that so far, with the exception of Sweetener, which may anger some people, but with with the exception (laughs) of the Sweetener album, I think she always gets better. Mm. I okay. think she flopped with Sweetener, but like, I think yeah, she always I'm not gets, a big fan. Yeah, I think she always gets better. And mm-hmm. this song, Thank You Next, kind of like solidified that for me. And it it gave me sort of that solid foundation that I can be an Ariana Grande fan for quite a while. And I don't think I'll be disappointed. Yeah. Um, yeah, catchy song. Uh, the, the context behind the song is quite funny as well. Uh, yeah. That's my number one song, 2019, for sure. Oh my gosh, this is this is really difficult for me. Um, yeah, this mainly, is a hard year. This is a hard. This year. is a really hard year because even like okay, when we go to the albums, to me this is so hard because like by this point people are not really releasing albums anymore, <laughs> uh, so th- that made it harder. But so for my honorable mention. I'm going with High Hopes by Panic. 
So it ended the year at 11. It's not necessarily my favorite song, but I heard it everywhere. Mm-hmm. People constantly played it. They would get hyped about it. I wouldn't really get hyped about it, but hey, they enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah. My top song for 2019 is Sunflower. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The I'm, I'm, I'll tell you now, Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man the, movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite Spider-Man movie. I, I remember I went into the theater not expecting much, right? Yeah. They said, oh, same, same, same. Right? Yeah. Like, people were saying, like, oh, it's a good movie. Go watch it. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. fine. Like, I love Spider-Man, sure. I remember we, I, I invited Nathan and Rika to come on to watch with me. It was like a random, like, 10 p.m. night. And I was like, I want to sure, watch yeah. a movie. You want to watch? It's like, it's like an 11 screening. And they were like, yeah, sure. And then we got there. And then I remember when we were buying the ticket, the 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 ticket, uh, the one like giving us the ticket was like, sir, this is a cartoon, okay? Like, and I was like, yeah, I know. Like, I've seen the trailer. But I feel like something happened that they had to say that it was a cartoon or whatever. Yeah. But I went in there. It's my favorite Spider-Man movie. And Spider-Man was my favorite uh hero growing up mm-hmm. so that says a lot and just paired up with that movie and the song itself and the song itself holds up also really really well yeah the song the Plus, song stands alone quite well the significance of the movie i love yeah um sunflower yeah i mean i walked into that movie also not expecting that much not because i i, I heard bad things about it i just wasn't expecting anything and that attendant if you're out there listening to this podcast, you are so incorrect. What the heck is a cartoon movie? What are you talking? I've never had this very rarely that a movie assaults every single one of my senses. And like in such a good way, like, the, the animation, the sound, everything. the action, the script, the uh. voicing, literally everything was just so well done and so impactful and just blew my mind like when it's i was watching so it and i and i i regretfully i watched it quite close to the screen when, <laughs> when i went there in the movie so like my eyes were just i was getting absolutely blasted by just like incredible animation and when, when we got there that's the only time we found out that the only screening left was the movie with like the lazy boys Oh yeah. So yeah. imagine like me just sitting down on the lazy boy being in the middle of a theater. There's like maybe like three other people there other than yeah. us. Because it's like eleven PM, right? And I just had the, the time of my life watching that movie. Oh, it was goodness. so fun. That was a great, great movie. But it, the song, the song, good song. Good song, <laughs> good, song, good, song <laughs> great song. good song, good song, great song, great song. All right. Well, so, what's your 2019 album? So 2019. So my honorable mention, and I have to kind of go into a bit of context with this one. So my honorable mention actually goes to Abbey Road. By the Beatles, released in well, 1969. Yeah, it, it, it did show up in almost every yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's interesting because it, it showed up this year at number uh, number. I can't even remember, but anyway, it it hasn't shown up. Pro- actually, I think it's shown up before 2010. It showed up, but into 2010 to now hasn't shown up since. Okay, okay. And so it's kind of weird. It's like, what what is an album from 1969 suddenly doing 2019? in the top 100 right is it because and of the movie i don't think so i don't okay. think so um my reasoning is because in 2019 they re-released abbey road in like oh. a deluxe edition right okay and this okay. deluxe edition came with like remixes new oh, masters all right um 5.1 compatibility like 
this was uh, the Beatles music that everybody loved in like a whole new light, like cleaner mixes. You can hear everything remastered beautifully in 5.1, may I add. So yeah. you can listen to this on like, like this, this is like a big thing for hi-fi and nostalgia, mm. you know? And no, I do not, I have no surprise that it's on the top 100 because this was probably after it got re-released in like new um, in a new light, this was probably played on like these are the, the older people, right? So like people who are, are they know their music taste. Yeah. So they've they've grasped onto it and they get to listen to it again in a new light. It can be played in like stores Aww. and stuff, and like it, it just like it, again it bumped up again the fame of the world's most famous band of all time. Like, who are they? So yeah, who who could they be? So that's why I think it. That's why I think it was up there, and I, that definitely gets my honorable okay. mention because I quite appreciate the whole recording, right? Engineering process, right? But number one album of the year and one of my favorite albums of all time, if not my number one pop album ever so far, is "When We All Fall Asleep." Where do we go? By Billie Ooh, Eilish. Okay. My number one pop album, all right, almost of all time, almost of all time. Is when we all fall asleep. Where do we go, by Billy? Huh. And this was the e- this was besides the twenty four karat magic. This was also the easiest pick. Um, and this is my first number one pick. Billy Eilish is where we all fall asleep. Where do we go? Was number one. Okay, 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 okay. My first number one pick. That's you have to you have to control me here because I will go on forever. But <laughs> this album is so so sick. I'll, like, I'll admit to you that I haven't gotten the chance to like really digest that album. I oh. will do that. Poss- probably is, tomorrow. I, there's so many things I love about that album. It's again, one of my favorite pop albums of all time. Maybe even my number one pop record of all time. A lot of people and, are like listening to this right now. They're like, Trey, how could you, how could you do this? How could you like make a list and not listen to, to Billy Eilish's album? To Billy? Yeah. Well, here's the thing is I kind of, in a way I don't blame you. Like he, she's kind of a, a, a trendy, trendy kind of person. And if you're not into trendy music, then whatever. Um, but I mean, Billy, Billy's impact on music culture goes without saying. Uh, so I'm not going to hark on that. But this album, the, the duo that is Billy and Phineas put together a whole new sonic template mm-hmm. and just shoved it right at number one spot on the, tar- on the chart. Now, remember what I said before is that pop, usually charting pop is like happy, uplifting, bright, energetic, um, driving in a way. Mm. But this, this whole album is a dark, angsty atmosphere but it, it's under the guise of like typical pop rhythms. So it doesn't right. feel that foreign. But this album is the king of bass, warmth. Love, All right, now, now I have to listen it, to it. <laughs> yeah, as it, as, as it stands on the charts, this is the king, undisputed king of warmth and, low, and bass and low end. Like while many pop records favor that like excited vocal sound, synthesizers, like bright synths, massive, massive production scopes. Mm. Um, this record is like a lax, warm, dark, sparse, haunting, like production style. And despite mm-hmm. having like less individual elements in the in the production, it's like you'd only get like maybe along with her vocals and her harmonies, you maybe get like what maybe seven or eight other instruments, which is very low track count in terms of like modern pop, right? It's a very yeah. very low track count, but it makes up for it with like its monstrous bass bass synths and and, and samples which complement Billy's more somber singing style. Because it's also like, Billy's not really a singer. I don't mm-hmm. think she sings. She's just okay. somber talking, 
you know, <laughs> musically talking, right? Yeah, yeah, and her and her lyricisms and her singing comes off as like a representation of like the angst and thoughts of all the bedroom teens of this generation, mm-hmm. and like in the same in kind of a similar way that like Simple Plan, Paramore, and My Chemical Romance were like the voices of their respective Where? youth. Okay, 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 kind of thing. Um, but there's, I Ooh, mean, there's that's not a lot of conversation. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. that's another conversation as well. But that there's a, there's not a lot of other albums I can comp- confidently compare to this one when it comes to like breaking the mold for chart topping pop. I think three by Banks, if you know, if you know her, not I think her album, her album three is the only one I can think of, which employs like that darker, sparser style of pop electronic music, but it still doesn't have the allure that Billy has with her voice. And and like it's one of my favorite productions of all time i know it like for me personally i know it sonically in and out it is like my go-to albums when i when i am referencing testing demoing or enjoying new equipment Mm. like speakers headphones converters anything like that i have to listen to this album why i do that i know it sonically in and out and i'm going to stop myself there because this would be a five-hour podcast (laughs) if that was the case that is my number one album for 2019. It's When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. All right, now I have to listen to that. You have so, to. So 2019, I would say that this has to be, maybe because I don't know that album that well. But to me, this is one of the weakest points of my list. Uh, not, I, don't, I didn't come out with a favorite. Like I said, like, oh my gosh, this has to be it. I didn't have that. Um, with the other years, I had... A, a version, version of that, that whether, whether it was signing for K Magic or whether it was um I like it when you sleep or whatever coloring book like, like there was some like, like there was an album right this year to me didn't feel like it had an album uh but my honorable mention will go to um it will go to Free Spirit by Khalid. Sure okay okay it, it's a great album. You listen to it. And I didn't like Khalid before, I'll admit that. But when I listen to this album, even like now, I'm like, oh, I like this song. I can go, I can just go through it. You know what I mean? It's an easy listen. It's cool for like your what do you call this? Your road trips. You're out of towns. Um, just gives you a good vibe and you get that American dream, you know what I mean, vibe from the album. And not in my favorite album. Not my favorite year, but the, the 2019 album of the year would go to Thank You Next by Ariana. It's mm-hmm. iconic. People know it. People sang it. It was fun. Um, now, the whole album as a whole, not necessarily my favorite, but there were just key songs in there that were like, that just stood out, especially Thank You Next. Like, let's be honest with that. Thank yeah. You Next was the song. And like you said earlier, like it's Ariana will mention, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun song. It's Ariana. So. Yeah, that's Ariana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame you in a way because 2019 was very tricky. If it wasn't for, it would be tricky for me if Billy didn't come out with that album that year. Yeah. Because like I was looking at all the other albums. I mean, as soon as I saw Where, do, Where We All Fall Asleep, Where, we, Where Do We Go? As soon as I saw that, it's like 24K Magic. I just put that down ah, okay. and everything else was, Understandable, everything yeah. else was other. But it was very hard to pick an honorable mention as well. So yeah, I, I totally agree with the whole, with the whole 2019 thing.